up, y'all? Boy BTG, Oberon with BTG. I had a great sports discussion today. I'm talking about, everybody knows me. I like to debate. And I don't take things serious. Most of the time I'm debating and it's online, it's with a smile. It really is. A smile with facts and opinions. And today, uh, shout out to my boy, Old Head, a.k.a. Amir King. You know what I'm saying? The artist formerly known as Eric. But... You know, my guy, we would sit up there, you know, every Monday morning. It's my Monday morning coffee. We talk about sports. And um, we always talking about basketball, football, whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the hot topic is, you know, he, he's, a, he's a Boston Celtics slash Minnesota Timberwolves fan. How does that happen? I have no idea. He has told me before. I still can't remember because no matter how many ingredients you put into this mix, I still don't understand it. Yet and still, I'll give it to him. He's a Boston Celtics fan and he's a Minnesota Timberwolves fan. He's highly pissed off about Jimmy Butler and he thinks the Boston Celtics, the, the Boston Celtics will win this year. But I ain't trying to hear that. But what we did talk about and I have a similar episode to this. I do. But I think we have to revisit it. And I think we have to shorten the list. So I'm not sure how the topic came up. But we talked about it for a solid hour, maybe an hour, hour and a half. And that was the best offensive player of all time. And I know, I know I'm know, i one of those uh, uh, all-time type of cats. I always bring up the top five, top ten, whatever the case may be. But I'm really thinking about the players in the NBA, past and present, and I'm like, yo, who's the best offensive player of all time? Now, when I say offense, let me break it down. I'm not talking about uh, it, it's certain skills that I'm going to take away from this topic. I don't care about the passing in this. I don't even care if you can shoot free throws. I'm talking about who's the hardest to guard, who has the best offense to where they're damn near unguardable. A couple of names popped up. A couple of names popped up. And everybody knows I'm big on my elders. One thing that I cannot understand is anytime something happens in this era, whether history is being made, it's like all of a sudden we forget about the niggas that made history before this history was broken. And this is the thing about it. Cats will continue to break records. I mean, the only one I don't see being broke is probably Kareem's and maybe in Malone's. Like, them cats has been up there for a while. Kobe came close, but Kobe is still behind the mailman. I didn't think that Kobe would catch MJ, but he did. So records are meant to be broken. Hell, the Golden State Warriors broke the Bulls record, although it don't, you know, in the hood it don't really count because you didn't capitalize on it with a ring. But you did, you did get the the regular season record by winning one extra game. You did that, and we know you was focused on the Golden State. Shout out to you. But I'm talking about the offensive player of all time, and when I mean that, I'm talking about strictly scoring. I'm talking about strictly moves, being dominant at what you do. You don't even have to be dominant at your position. Just being a dominant player, period. And look, 
I'll tell you this. You don't even have to be that dominant. You know what I'm saying? Because there's certain players out there that's been dominant for a few seasons, and that was it. You could have a player that's been in the league for 15-plus years, but it was, was only dominant for about two or three out of his career. That's called his peak or something like that. You know, everybody has, you know, obviously all the MVPs from the past and the present had a dominant year or a few of them. I'm just talking about simply unstoppable catch. You don't have to have rings to be unstoppable. You don't because this is a team game. Now, if this was tennis, then okay. If this was golf, then okay. If this was NASCAR, then okay. But we're talking about a team sport. You know what I mean? All I'm adding to it is just what do you do that's so great to where it's hard for cats to stop you? That's the offense. And we had a few players in mind. Now, my boy Amir said Iverson. He had Iverson, Jordan, and Dominique Wilkins, Dominique Wilkins as his top three. And that's a solid three. You know what I'm saying? I think he rounded it off to a top five because I had about five or six cats that I had named. His top three was solid. I'm not denying that. You know what I'm saying? MJ was MJ. I get it. Although, when you think about MJ, it wasn't nothing really fa uh, flashy about MJ. He was a proto prototype shooting guard, but he perfected it. You know, the mid-range, the fadeaway, he was strong. He could finish at the cup. His defense was solid, but this is not about defense. This is not about defense. I, re I repeat, this is not about defense. This is pure offensive skill set. MJ had that. We move on to Iverson. Iverson was one of the best one-slash-two guards of our time. Six feet, six one, probably weighed about 75 pounds, but nobody can contain him from dropping 30, 40, 50 every other night. Then you had Dominique Wilkins, who's on record as being one of the strongest small forwards, very dominant, very dominant, dominant, Dominique. You say that three times real fast. Now, me, <coughs> my top three is a little bit different. Just a little bit. Well, actually, my top five was a little bit different from his. But we had, I think, I think where the misunderstanding came in is that we started to add stuff. Like, I threw in the Shaq. He's not in my top three, but I threw in the Shaq. He threw in Olajuwon. Olajuwon, to me, is the one of the best, if not, I would say one of the best centers of all time. He's definitely, he's, Olajuwon is top five centers of all time. Okay? To me. To me. Shaq is definitely top five centers of all time as well. Two totally different games. One is more power. The other one is more finesse. And Elijah Wan would dominate majority of the time. But I'm asking, who could stop Shaq? See, this is the thing. You literally had to get down court before Shaq got there, and you had to make sure he didn't get into his sweet spot. Because anywhere around that rim... He's tearing it down, buddy. 
he's tearing it down. Elijah on the other hand, he was pretty strong. I don't think he was as strong as Shaq, but his finesse game was A1. He had everything. He definitely had the moves. He's probably the only center that had the most moves in his bag. You know, as far as Kareem, he had his own shot. Nobody perfected the hook shot like Kareem. Nobody. So I got to put Cap up there as well. But when you talk about the hardest person to guard, honestly, these three people pop up in my head instantly in no particular order. Michael Jordan, James Harden, Kyrie Irving. Now, again, remember I said I respect my elders. I got Iverson up there. Dominique is up there, but not as high as not as high as my boy had him. But I feel like when we started talking about cats that he even threw in Curry, and I said no, because I'm not going to mix in, I'm not going to mix in the greatest shooter of all time, where certain things that he can't do on offense. Like I think he can get to the bucket just as well as Kyrie can, if he really wanted to. He could damn sure shoot better than he can shoot. The, he can shoot better than anybody that was in the league before him and niggas that's going to be after him. I don't think we're going to see another shooter like Steph Curry again. But at the same time, can he put you in a post? Can he be dominant on the block? I don't think so. Can he go up there and put it on your head? I think if he can catch somebody slipping, but I'm not taking my chances. He could dunk, but he's not doing no bang outs. And again, you don't need to have to know how to dunk. You don't have to bang out on anybody. But you have to be dominant at what you do. So I'll go as far as saying this. I need, I'm gonna need Houston to stand right up. I'm gonna need Chicago to stand up too. But you're not gonna like this. I think personally, James Harden is the hardest person to guard in NBA history. Why? Why do I have him over Iverson? Well, Iverson can score like nobody else. I'm, I'm talking about just one of the dominant scores. He could do that. But he's not posting nobody up. I think that's, that's what his downfall was. You know what I'm saying? I can't give him anything else. He played in the tough era, too. Because I can't sit up here and say, well, you know, Kawhi was on him. He wouldn't be able to get those buckets. We don't know. We don't know. We could easily sit up here and say, damn, he actually gave Kawhi buckets. Or we could say, yeah, we kind of knew that. We kind of knew Kawhi was going to lock him up. But I think Iverson was unstoppable. I just don't think he was unstoppable everywhere. I just don't. You know, they did outlaw the, they, they outlawed the crossover because of him. So shout out to Ivo because of that. I get it. But that still doesn't make him unstoppable. That's why I feel like James Harden is unstoppable. I think he just has more in his bag. Simple as that. I don't want to be disrespectful to my elders. Hell, I don't want to be disrespectful for, to the cats that's going to come after James Harden. I just think James Harden, the, the lethal left hand James Harden is just, he has too much. Too much. I think the only, the only thing that can stop him is what has stopped him before. That's himself. It's all a mental thing. And I don't even think it's that bad. 
I, I really don't. You know what I'm saying? He had he had a slip up against the Spurs. But that was one game. Because prior to that, yo, let's let's keep it real. Without without Harden, Houston, Houston is nothing. Just to be honest with you, Houston is nothing without Harden. I don't care who y'all bring over there. Harden is Houston. And without him, I don't really care to watch him. <clears throat> so the thing is, not only can he beat you off the dribble, Harden can definitely beat you off the dribble. He can get to the cup. We already know about the foul calls. Whether we like it or not, whether he earned them or not, he gets to the goddamn line. I don't care about his free throw percentage. It's not about that. I'm talking about who's going to stop him from getting to the line. That's what I'm saying. So he's Gucci off the dribble. And then on top of that, he has a plethora of different types of step backs. It's just not the standard uh, step backs. And it's nothing you could do about it because you don't know when it's going to come. That's why I say he's unstoppable because he knows this already. He creates step backs that hasn't been done yet. And I love stepping back. It's one is it, I have that in my I have that in my bag. I don't have the one he has because he does it in the most elegant way. He has some of the most vicious stepbacks. <coughs> Excuse me. And not only that, but he could definitely take you to the block and punish you. He can. I've seen it. I'm not talking about him getting to the rack, dunking with his left. He's dunked on a few cats before. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just getting to the rack, period. And he gets to the line. Now I get it. MJ, we already know who MJ is. You know I stole one move off of MJ, and I never did the tongue out of my mouth type of highlight dunk anything. I never did that. But MJ used to do this. I've seen him do it in a half-court set. I've seen him do it on a fast break. He does like this little in and out. And that in and out, he would time it so well. And it's like he knew he... Because MJ didn't have a move to where he'll set it up and wait for it to fall. He just made the move and it worked. And that in and out move used to work so goddamn nice. And I stole it from him because I used it. I love it. But sometimes it doesn't work out for me. <laughs> sometimes it doesn't work out. MJ had the moves. He was technically the fadeaway. You know what I'm saying? He he definitely had the mid-range. Now, again, Shaq in the paint. It's nothing you could do about that. You can't even grab him. He's going to take you for the ride. Dominique as well. He was strong as the ox in that paint. Off the dribble, I'm not, I'm not here for it, but, you know, it was a small forward. Some people will say Kevin Durant. I get it. The length. He can handle the rock. He can, he can shoot. I seen him get bullied in the finals, though. When you get physical with Kevin Durant, it, it means something. Because if you take those reps away, it's going to be a long day. It's going to be a long day. I'm not knocking him. KD is up there. I just don't have him over Harden. I don't. 
And I, I encourage people to go out there and just check the footage. You know what I'm saying? Like, it may sound like a bias type of thing. I don't know why it would be considered biased. Maybe because he's from L.A., I guess. If you want to use that, be my guess. But, you know, he's still a Houston Rocket. I'm a Laker fan. This is just stuff that has been documented already. He's been documented at giving cats the business in off the court and on the court. I mean, in the league and then in other leagues. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't know who else you could bring up. You know, a Kobe has been thrown in there. Some people say Kobe offense was better than MJ's. I'm just saying. I don't. I'm not saying that I agree with it, but it has been said before. You know, the old school, the old school cats might want to bring up Chamberlain. That's that's their prerogative. But me personally, if I don't if I don't feel like, you know, Kareem don't get a lot of love, but I'll go ahead and say it. He's the best he's the best player that ever played the game. Do I give him the best offensive player? Ah, uh, not so much. I can, I really can't give a nod to that just because he created his own shot and it was unstoppable. Um because and and I, truth be told, you can't really stop the hook shot, but he's not going to do that the whole game. You know what I mean? Unless he was, you know, y'all was going up to eleven and he was eleven eleven for eleven with the hook shot, then we can revisit that. But no, I, I don't have Kareem being one of the best offensive players. You know, I really don't. Um, and that's it, man. That's it. I, to me, I think James Harden is the best out there offensively. You know, you could throw in everything else. He's not a two-way player, although I think he can play both ways. He's not a two-way player. He's not a two-way player, you know. He can be a two-way player, but as of right now, he's not. So that And that doesn't help with any argument with any other player because we know MJ was, was playing both ways. We know Kobe was playing both ways. You know, Kyrie, I think Kyrie and Curry is in the same boat. I think both of them can play defense. I think they choose when they want to, and I and I think they do take plays off. You know, and to preserve they 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 uh energy for offense. But I don't see a better I don't see a better layup package than what Kyrie has. Uh I don't I don't see a better dribbling combination than what Kyrie has. His finishing. And the same thing with Curry. <clears throat> I just can't leave on the note that he's the best shooter of all time. Because you could be the best shooter, but that don't mean the rest of your offense is Gucci. I think, like I said, I think he can get to the rack just as well as Kyrie can. I think he can finish just as well as Kyrie can. What separates the two? I think Kyrie, I think Kyrie is a little bit more. I think Kyrie's a little bit more polished on penetrating. I think he's a little bit more dangerous on penetrating because he's looking to score. Whereas Curry, even under that system, even being a best shooter, I feel like he still wants to spread the wealth. And I don't think he can take as much body contact as Kyrie. But at the same time, we're talking about the best shooter of all time. That's what we're talking about. You know what I mean? So if I had to rank as of right now, I would definitely say Harden, 
Jordan, Kyrie, Iverson. And, and then I would probably have Shaq. Now, the reason why I say that, the reason why I got Harden is because Harden has everything offensively. Like I said, he can take you off the dribble. He can post up. He can shoot the three ball. He can get to the rack. He can bang out. He can post you up. MJ, I would say he was dominant at what he did. He was strong. Uh, his shot, his mid-range was shot to perfection. He created the fadeaway. And we we already know his numbers. Irie, Irie, Kyrie, I definitely think I've never seen a guard that dominant with the rock like that. That made it look so easy. I think he can get to the cup at ease. I don't think there's too many players that can stay ahead of him. Kawhi Leonard is probably the only cat that I'm going to bring up defensively that could guard these cats. You know, and then <clears throat> Iverson was just too fast. He was too fast, and he was a good scorer. You know what I mean? He hit the floor a lot, but <clears throat> I think his skill set, his moves and his skill set is just as good as James Harden. I think he just doesn't have the skills and the mechanics that James Harden has. And then we get down to Shaq. Shaq was dominant in that paint, but outside that paint, it was looking scary. So he would have to get to that spot to be dominant, whereas everybody else could create and get get to where they need to be. Shaq would literally have to either post up and get low enough to get his buckets or get down court and the defensive player is out of position. And there's nothing you could do about that. Nothing you could do about that at all. So, yeah, I don't even want to do a top five. I'm just going straight to, straight for the gusto. I think James Harden is the best offensive player we've ever seen in our lives. And that's it. <clears throat> Houston stand up. Artesia High stand up. Arizona State stand up. I am crowning James Harden as the best offensive player, the most unguardable player we've ever seen in NBA history. And that's it. Thanks for running with me. I'll see y'all next week.